everybody, everybody, we're back for another episode of Megashine. Uh, I know everybody's tired from this week, from Comic-Con. Victor, how you doing? What's going on? What's new? How your mama and them? Uh, my mama is, <laughs> is nosy, and I'm doing good. Um, a little tired still, because... Um, I've, I've been I've been in San Diego for over a week. Um, they're getting ready for all the festivities and had a great time. Didn't spend a lot of money, which I'm very happy about that. Um, but sad because it wasn't really a lot to get. Um, I bought a lot of comics. Um, but I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back and all that stuff. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. I started physical therapy today for my knee, um, which the doctor who was oof fine um he said oh you really don't need it but you know come back in like a couple of weeks after you've done some the homework and stretching and whatnot and we'll see about it and hopefully get you back to running soon which is basically all i need because i haven't been running since uh, august like i said before so that's good um i went to see girl girl strip which was hilarious and I'm gonna say a few words on Girls Girl Strip because it's one of the best comedies I've seen in a, a long time. Uh, number one and number two, I felt that the um, the chemistry of the four leads was spot on. Um, there was a part where um, at towards the end that solidified the meaning. That solidified what having black girl magic and what friendships mean to black women, mm-hmm. which I felt was so needed, especially in today where black women get shitted on so damn much as it is. Uh, it was just such a really good movie. And uh, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and see it again. Well, if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have seen it, go ahead and see it again. I'm planning on seeing it because I need to see that because also this week, you know, Atomic Blonde comes out too. So this is going to be yes. this powerful woman on TV for me, well, on the screen for me. Right. I'm excited to see I'm excited to see that. And I got some swag. Speaking of that, I, was, I got some swag from Atomic Blonde. So they had like a, they were giving out cassette tapes of the soundtrack. So really? I have that. Yes, and I don't know where I'm going to play it at, but I'm just going to have it. Um, but I thought it was really neat. I mean, and it was funny because there was a lot. They had some of the um, people dressed up as Atomic Blondes. They had a free showing of it, and I wasn't able to make it. Um, but it was neat to see all these Atomic Blondes um, dressed up <laughs> um, for the event. So uh, yeah, I, I think this movie's going to be popping. Yeah, I think I always... I always like a good lead female character like that. Yeah. Um, so I think we might do a review of it. Yeah. We'll see about it. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Right. I also um, been catching up on Steven Universe, and I got to the episode where everybody was talking about. It's the Mr. Greg episode. And when I tell you I sobbed so hard at that, like... I haven't felt that kind of emotion or cried that hard at a cartoon since Solomon Grundy died in Justice League. It was something 
you just have to see it. It's you know I, don't I, like... I am because now with my new system, I have I have direct now. I got rid of cable. So I have direct mm-hmm. now, and they have certain things up. You can watch the whole thing. So I have Secret Universe. So I'm going to actually sit down and because you can actually watch stuff now. You know, you know, normally right. if you have cable, you can just leave the TV on. But now I can consciously say I'm going to sit down and binge on Steven Universe. So I'm going to actually, I've seen some episodes here and there, but I feel like, especially after Comic-Con, because she had a, a art book. And right. all these hoes were fighting for this art book because she was signing the art book. Um, I mean, it was the work. Yeah. It's just something about Steven Universe. I think it speaks to it speaks to per- people that it speaks to all of us. Like we just, at the end of the day, we want to find our tribe that understands us and the people that love us. Yeah. And it just, I don't, it's some, I don't think a cartoon has made me feel like that in a very long time. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was a mess. At like nine thirty last night, I was like, "Oh my god, let me call somebody." It was my my partner was looking at me like, "Uh, Big Mama just died on Soul Food." And I'm, he was like, "Nick, would you get it together?" I was like, "You know what? You let me have my moment." Yeah, <laughs> I gotta see this now. I gotta, I gotta see this. Yeah, it's it, it's just so raw and tough because we've always we've all felt what what are the characters felt like i'll just was it like all the past it was yeah it was something referring about what happened in the past oh lord so it is like out of like gems out of the past when they we learn about her mom and everything uh it takes um like off and on they'll go back uh and revisit what happened in the past but uh, to give it like some kind of similarity, yeah, it's like what happened, um, and out of the past, and that oh, woof, when Jim's mom died in that uh, airplane crash, yeah. shoot, uh, I think the saddest part on that episode was when Aja was talking to Emmett, and yeah. she was saying, "Please don't uh, send us away." Yeah, that part yeah. was oh my gosh. They're trying to think of a way to talk to him, and she just ran up and just said, "Please don't send us away." Please. Oh my god! And I'm getting misty out right now. Shoot, let me let me stop. Shoot. Oh my god! But yeah, yeah, yeah. Always that that particular episode will always get me. It was just so uh, Christy Marks. God bless you. Right, and the episode where uh, Riot is talking to about he's going back and forth with his father. And then his mom has a heart attack or something like that, and she almost dies. And then at the end, they kind of reconcile. <sighs> okay. <laughs> With him, it could have been like, like if they retold his story, it could have been that he was coming out as bi. Or, That's, I always or, felt that that was the logical step in the yeah. storytelling of Riot. Like, if it was told today in yeah. like an a animated format, then he would be bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, it gave that vibe. Even in, in that episode, it felt like you can almost say, it, you can equate that to, I'm coming out as gay, or I can 
maybe he's going to come out as trend. Like, you know, it was like all these things he could have came out as. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. what I thought of that. All right. Well, we, oh, okay. We haven't got into the stuff, so let's go ahead and search <laughs> it. Yeah, we're going to do a bit things different here since most of the episode is going to be about what happened at Comic-Con uh, this past weekend. Um, we're going to start with a little gay news here. Um, so, <sighs> a couple of things that happened in Kentucky, of all places. The uh, founder of the Christian theme park, the Ark Encounter, here in Grant County, Kentucky, Ken Ham, in order for Christians to take back the rainbow because us gays stole it, they lit up the Ark and what looks like something that resembles a club out in West Hollywood. Did you see these pictures? And I thought it was. I thought that was like something to do with some gay part. Like, I don't know. I was like, that looks so gay. Like, queer as folk gay. Yeah. Like, the eagle gay. Yeah, like the Ark. That's what I was thinking. What was a new club called the Ark? All right. Right. I uh I tweeted him. I said, So when's the drag club and the strippers coming? And then he blocked me. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I don't care about you. I know, because think about it, these drag queens would have dressed up as Mary Magdalene. They would have angels. Listen, we would have turned the party. <laughs> Doing drag with What If God Was One of Us. That would have been the first song right there. <laughs> Yes. Who was that? That did that. Was that Joni Joan Osborne? Yeah. That's a good song though, by the way. But yeah, uh a hearty fuck you to Ken Ham and you know, we didn't take the rainbow, we just made it better. We did. And in other news, uh, you know the potato sack wearing Kim Davis. She uh was actually ruled against her that she has to pay $223,000 worth uh, in taxes and all this crap that she put the county through when she refused to issue marriage license. Well, the gag is Kentuckians have to pay that $223,000. So a fuck you to her and everything she stands for with her bags her luggage trunks under up under her eyes what people need to do what i would have done was show up at her house like ma'am i'm coming to collect um my portion of the money that you spent trying to be defiant right because you know she she got some money you know they was donating money to her anyway so i would have been to go up all all up in her gofundme um, purse and pull all that money out because i would be mad y'all need to go and protest her for that so if y'all feel like go over to her house and just sit out there and i guess i'm putting it out in the universe y'all need to be like i'm here i'm here to collect my portion of the money so i can pay this bill i've been right there right you know it's just like (sighs) these fucking assholes in this fucking state they kill me and it's not just the Republicans here, it's the Democrats too. Kentucky is special. What I, I mean, I lived in Murray for many years because of college, but the fact that we had, we were a dry county, it took forever us to go moist. And right. now they're wet. 
It took forever, all because of they didn't want alcohol. Like, it's so funny to think about, like, that. <laughs> they kept jobs. Because, you know, to be honest, it's not really about the alcohol, but having being a wet county brings jobs because you're bringing in the restaurants and you're bringing in the places who can afford, you know, you know that, that serve alcohol, what have you. So that's bringing in your Applebee's and that's bringing in, you know, more stuff like that. Uh-huh. But they, they didn't want that. So it's just kind of funny to think about, like, what people will do in the name of Christianity and not really think about how that is almost, a, uh, it's, it's, it comes off as selfish at times. You know, really, cold jobs are coming back now. Huh? Them cold jobs are coming back now. Where? <laughs> Tell me where that's going to be. I had one of my friends was doing that. It was, and I was like, you know, it's rough when you, and he was like, it takes him, hours just to get clean mm-hmm. i'm like no that's what anyway the, kentucky spent all that the south and see it's yeah. just it's like the only lexington and louisville are mm-hmm. remotely they remotely have common sense the rest of the state is just a bunch of fuck-ups and screw-ups and dumbasses. and i can say <laughs> that because i live here yeah. Do we need to have Vlad um, pop up in, in the flames? Listen, yeah. <laughs> he's going to have to give me like at least a week to get out. You know, he gave them white folks a whole goddamn year. <laughs> need, no, he needs to show up. For, this is my first warning. Like, y'all get it together. I bet y'all better start voting the right way. Y'all better start doing everything. If not, I'm coming back in six weeks. Listen, <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice, Vlad. I am moving. Right up on out of here. That is the new notion. That's how you get stuff done. Is you got to call Vlad. Vlad, right. Vlad you need to go down here. Wayne hundred <laughs> ass Vlad. Yes. No, he's he said he said by he says by two thousand uh, two thousand twenty in November. If y'all haven't done the right thing, I am mm-hmm. a demon. So. Just cut the state off. I mean, ain't nothing here for real. No, I you know I. I I like Kentucky. I mean, it's I'm okay. not living there right now, but I'm just saying. I mean, good times though, but they need to, they, they need to evolve. It's time to evolve. Join everybody else, right? So that's all for the little news that I have. So we're going to get started with everything that happened at San Diego Comic Con. Starting with, let's start with your panel. How did that go? Well, the panel went really well. It was really interesting because uh, we had an interesting tech. We wanted to get people to come to it. So we kind of did a uh, a full protest in a way. So we kind of like walked around. One of the part of the floor is saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives create our creators too. So come follow us to our panel. You know, like we're doing that type of chanting, like come to our panel, learn about us. We are creators too. We like fantasy as well. Like we, we're trying to get people to come. You know, some people are like, are you trying to disrupt the conference? I was like, no, we're, we're trying to get y'all to come in and have a conversation. So we got in, introduced ourselves, and we had a, we had a huge crowd. We had, the room was packed. Um, at first we had almost 200 people sign up. And we were like, oh, crap. <laughs> when I saw that number, I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Um, now, here's the interesting thing about it. We had a majority of white people. Okay. 
they were there. They wanted to hear. They wanted to listen. Uh, they wanted to understand where we're coming from. So we talked about our experiences. We talked about what got us into the fandom um, and what were what projects we were working on. And one of the things that I mentioned, I actually didn't spend time talking about my, my work. I was like, you know what? You can Google me and find out what about Strange Lore. But what I wanted to do was really talk to the people. I wanted to say, for so long, we are not given the ability to, we're not given the ability to fail. We're not given the ability to try. We're not given the ability to do, you know, we're not given that as much as our white counterparts who can get up here, screw up a comic and get another comic the next day, screw up a movie series and get another one next, you know, Oh, you get to direct the Avengers, you know, we don't get those opportunities. So I was talking about how, like I, if at this point we don't, we can't ask for permission. We just have to do it. We have to create, put it out there, and tell people about it. We have to always fight for our place at the table, but we don't need to ask for permission to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about how we need to be unapologetic about our work. We need to be proud of our work. We need to be, you know, full, you know, full, like like boast about. It. We need to be arrogant about it because we. We never had those opportunities to do so. And I think it's time for us to get out there and show it and let people know that we are here, you know, and queer and we are creatives. <laughs> and so had a good time with that. We had a lot of great conversations after the panel. We never have enough time. So it's an hour, but that hour went by so fast. And um, it was interesting, like after, after it, we had people talking to us. I talked to... Uh, a few people about what they need to do. And, and one woman, um, I, I didn't cry in front of her, but I did. I went to the bathroom because um, she was like, she, she always wanted to like do a fantasy story. And she just never thought that it, it there is a block in her head that tells her that we don't, we're not in this. We can't be fairies. We can't be, you know, elves, we can't be kings, we can't be queens, we can't be any of that, because she's never seen that. You know, she said, Lord of the Rings and all the stuff she's read and saw, they never saw that. And I said, break that wall and create a black elf queen. You can do all, you can do what you want. And I said, when you start doing it, it's, it, that confidence builds itself in you because you are putting this out there. I did say when I put my webcomic out here and seeing people respond to it, I'm always grateful because people are like, oh my God, I'm so happy to see this. There were people who told me when they, it was like, it, like they were saying, they love the fact that, you know, my character is gay and he's a black man and he's going through things. It's like, I, I can see my, I can kind of be whimsical and see that because we don't see that. We, we're not, we're not, we're not able to be a, a Sydney Prescott or we're not able to be, you know, these people who survive and continue, we just die if anything in film and movies. So, you know, having those conversations with people, having them be very confident uh, about their work and, and, and seeing that they want to see more of that. But also having the white people um, really talking about like what they really want to know more and how they can be supportive. It was wonderful. So that was great. That was great. That's excellent. I mean, it's representation is so key. It is. So, I mean, it's, we can't say that enough. We can't say that to see yourself in media 
is so important. And to see so many Black Panthers, there were so many Black Panthers, not only Black people in it, but, you know, different, different, different races where people were Black Panther. And that was wonderful to see. Um, it was also wonderful to see different versions of Wonder Woman. Um, and I think y'all seen the video of Carl Godot talking to a young Asian Wonder Woman who was crying in front of her. And to see all of that was just amazing. So the representation is very important. You're right. To see that in the play was just awesome. Yeah. To all those people that say, oh, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It matters a lot. It does. So uh, did you go to the uh, the BGN uh, Nurse of Color meetup? I didn't get a chance to because, um, funny enough, now I'm on the prison board. We had a we had a. We had an event that ended right on time for me to go. I think it was Saturday night they had this event. And I had to go. I thought it was Friday and I had to go to another event. I had to go to another thing. And then I was like, oh, it's on Saturday. So, but then I couldn't go because we had a a board meeting, a dinner, board meeting slash dinner that took for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I missed it. Um, and, I, and I hate that I missed it. But apparently I heard that Lewis Tam was there. Because <laughs> he got to hug up on him. And I was a little jealous. But I was like, you go, girl. I was happy for her. But I, I right. didn't see him, though. I think Orlando Jones was also at the, uh, yeah, the meetup. Yeah, he's going to uh, be a special guest at Universal Fan Con. So go ahead and get your tickets. Yeah, I, I hate that I wasn't being able to go, but you know, I'm broke. But, but you, but you'll be there soon, soon, okay. sooner, very soon. Yes. Um, but Lewis Tan, <laughs> his skin is like it was like smooth, golden, velvety. I was like, oh, okay. I, I was trying not you to. Don't know. Huh? Did you see him? Did you actually see him? Yes, because I went to a panel. He was on the panel. He was now. I tweeted about the super the super Asian. I think it's super Asian America. It was a very popular panel. This panel was so like this panel was blocked out. Like you could not get in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in line. I thought I was being slick. I went twenty minutes early. Child, I got there. They was looking at me like, "Bitch, where you going?" I'm like, "I'm trying to get it." It's like, "No, you're not," because you see this line. They're waiting for somebody to leave. Totally packed. I got in at the last thirty minutes, but I got in to see them. But there was still good messages in there. It was about their representation and what they needed to do. They know they things they want to do to make sure there is representation and how to break those barriers. They they shaded the hell out of you know. Great Wall and um, Ghost in the Machine, Ghost, which they right, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, that whatever I missed. That, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was neat. Um, great discussion. Um, it was funny because I was watching it. A, a young lady was in, I was in line with. She was they they streamed it, so I was watching it with her. And then when we got in, I was like, okay, we in. And I saw Lewis. And I was like, Lord, you are really mm, dangerous <laughs> with his tank top. I'm like. Mm. Lord help. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be faithful and you up here cause a problem. I don't know if I could like actually if I ever met him look him like directly in the eye. I don't know. I would be in serious trouble. 
Shoot, I'll just lose. <laughs> yeah, between him and what's it and um Jake, I think Jake is gonna be in breakdown. <laughs> and I get it. Did you see what he did the other day? I saw what he did. The, you know what? I cannot. I said I am having to unfollow you because I cannot with you, man, sir. I think I said, is that it? I did. I think I tweeted back. Is that all? I, I was. I was looking for more. We get more from some of the other people on Twitter. I was like, we get full shots. I was like, you can play, play, <laughs> play. Oh, videos. Put them uh, them thoughts up on there, but. Yeah, that was good that you were able to get to some of the panels. So let's get into some of these trailers. Yes. Before we do, I also want to say that another person that caught my eye, which I actually walked away from my friends, was Jason Momoa. This. <laughs> Hold on, you saw him. Okay, yes, because we were out there and they were coming through to go to go on the DC um, panel. We'll go on to the DC spot down in the exhibit hall. And they start walking through. Now, I caught a glimpse of that hair. And I say glimpse because <laughs> I'm country. I saw a glimpse of that hair and I <laughs> left mid-conversation. I said, I, 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 I got to go. I got to go. I walked over there, moved people out of my way so I can be like, because, you know, I was trying to tell him, like, you know, I'm here. I know you've been looking for me, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I like, baby, where you going? Was Wednesday? Um, so we, we, have, we have dinner later. You know, I was trying to make sure that he remembered, you know, all those things. He was playing hard to get. And, you know, I didn't get a chance, but I, Lord have mercy. It doesn't make any sense. Child, he is, I, I don't know what it is. He, he's like the one, he has his fingernails painted. He's the one to get his hair did, his mm-hmm. nails did, his feet did. Pick out your weaves, pick out your underwear, and then give you back shots. And then, like, do everything. I just... I, mm. It doesn't make any sense. He's like every... Like, I, we've talked about him before. He's like, it's just so much about him that you just want... you Like, you want it from him. I'm just saying it's like a home. And he's the, like the person that you can go get drunk with. Like, one of your homeboys, too. Yeah. But he's having a lot of fun. Like you can tell, he's having so much fun doing this, and I just feel like that. Oh my god, I I just want to be around everything. Right. It it feels like he gets off really good energy. Yeah. So it's not anything that's fake or disingenuous. Yeah. Like he feels like he's he's excited about his work, and if you if you and as an actor are excited about your work, then we as fans can be excited for it too. I mean, we excited for everything you got, Jason. So whatever you want to get. I up. mean, to be honest, to be <laughs> honest, yeah. Another one that caught my eye was the director of the Thor Ragnarok. Um, yeah, I had to look him up. I said, "Oh, okay." Yeah, that people were talking about him on Twitter. I was like, "Let me look at this man." And then um, somebody said that we already saw him. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, when? So apparently he was, we were not too far from him. And I didn't even know. I was like, I'm always missing stuff. But yeah, he's, he, mm, he can, mm. yes. Yes. And he was killing it with that romper. Yeah. He had, he has two, he had a one romper, he had another one on too. I said, mm, I need to get my, my romper made, but you know, somebody is being slow. He's got other clients in front of me. 
of the paying clients. So, you know, I'm gonna let him cook. Conversation <laughs> with we need to make we need to say, hey, we we'll we'll give you some money and we gotta get this stuff together because bitch, you better. I'm not paying him for all the work I do. Listen, don't make me have to cuss that man out. No. <laughs> but what's his, what's that director's name? Is it is it Telly? I can't. Oh. I, I'm not even going. Yeah, Jamie pronounced it um, on Black Girl Nerds, and I can't. But I, but he is he's very good looking. There's something rugged about him. There's something earthy about him too. I was like, mm. Taika, wait, did he? Something like yeah. See, I don't want to mess that man's name up. I don't want him to fight me. <laughs> Shoot, I mean, and not in that way. But anywho. Yeah. Um, oh, before we get to the trailers, did you see any cool cosplays? I, you know, I did, and I took some pictures up, and I, I tried to put some stuff up. Um, and there was a couple. There were better versions of Hella later. There was one that was like, oh, this is cute. But then there were better versions that came a few days later. Mm-hmm. Um, there were um, a couple of good Wonder Woman. Um, there was a good Misty Night. Um, but a lot of good Wonder Womans this year because usually Wonder Womans they are a dime a dozen. But this year, people have decided they're going to put in more than a dollar in this costume, <laughs> and they showed up. It was there. Oh, there was one where it was Wonder Woman, Hippolyta, and uh, Antiope. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look at this. But yeah, those are some good ones that I saw that I can remember right off the bat. I and always like a, a good cosplayer. Yeah, and that was all. And that was this classic. Superman, this guy models it all the time, and he has a his body is sick. But he, I can't remember his name, but he's a famous cosplayer, and I got to see him up close, and I was like, "Wow, your body is really nice." But that that was another one too that I noticed, and a lot of when good black you, authors. Oh, good, good, a lot of good. Were there a lot of black people in general in cosplay? Yes, um, there was a few. Um, there was a black Superman who was actually really sexy. Though. Uh, there was him. And there was <laughs> a few black Wonder Women. There were, um, I saw a lot more women of color and a lot more men of color, a lot of Black Panthers, Luke Cage, um, and um, some black Batmans and Spider-Mans. A lot of them did Miles Morales. And you know, <laughs> black men doing Miles Morales is... Because they were everything is skin tight, so mm-hmm. you. Oh, so they didn't know how to tuck. Mm, I don't know if they really could, because there, oh. there was a few that was like, you can't push and box. <laughs> out there, I was like, that's just out there. You know, sometimes it. I don't know when you wearing something like that, and the image that you're portraying is Spider Man or whatever, like. You have to know how to tuck or at least get your junk out the way because that deflects from the image that you're portraying. But on one hand, on the other hand, you know, I'm not even going to go down that road, honestly, but you know what I'm saying. I'll be honest. If you have it, I mean, go ahead, go ahead and let people know. Let them know. I always say that if you got it, let everybody know. With what you you know, so it's like I I get it. I, why I mean, don't hide it. Let everybody know that you um, ain't, ain't, you're doing this and you can do other things too. Oh, 
Maybe. You better sling you better sling that meat around. We can't give you credit for stuff you haven't you know, we can't give you too much credit. You have to know how to use the stuff. But I'm just saying. It, you know, if you be proud of it. And there was some white men too that was proud of their stuff. There was plenty of the the three hundred soldiers, they always do that good Ooh. at it. Some of them were like too much. And then there was this one, um he he's a he's gay and he did um some super bread man or something like that. But he was wearing a bread face, but the rest of it was like in this bodysuit. Something like that. It was like, whoa, I was like, you are really showcasing, but <laughs> that's I always like uh, a good cosplayer. Mm-hmm. But let's get into these trailers. Yes. So where do we start? Let's talk about let's go ahead and talk about Stranger Things too. Um so uh, and the neat thing about Comic Con now is, it's some of it you will you can see at Comic Con, and some of it you know, we all get to see. So as you know, Stranger Things is coming back out um, in October. They released a new trailer that will that is kind of picking up a little bit after what happened. Um, and you know, Will is back, but Will has some type of connection to the Upside Down. So it seems like it's going to be a continuation of that in a new town. Uh, with new characters and this this growing like stuff that is coming for them, um, there was a little glimpse of Eleven. If people saw that, so Eleven could we know Eleven is coming back. We just don't know when, but we know that Will has some type of I don't know powers or something now because of his experience there. So it looks like it's going to be really good. It was a lot of action in this trailer. I was very excited for it. Um, I, I'm really curious about these monsters. So. Um, I'm looking forward to it because it was really the first one really had my attention. I really enjoyed it. Um, and it seems like everybody else is copying it. I'm watching the mist right now, that series, and it gives me a little bit of stranger things. So, Mm -hmm. um, this is going to be, I feel like it's going to be pretty good. I can't wait to see the rest of it. When does it come back? I know it comes back Um, this year, right? Yeah. It comes back in October. Yeah. And I'm not the date. I don't know the specific date, but come back in October. Um, it's going to be just in time for Halloween. I know that much. I didn't see the trailer. I'm going to be honest because I feel like if I saw it, then I would spoil the whole season, yeah, the first whole first season. So I'm going to refrain from seeing anything. But the poster looks scary as hell. I love that poster, and they had it. On, they had it on two buildings, so it was like it was huge, mm-hmm. like Medusa's uh, lace front. Like they had it just like that. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not lace front. <laughs> yes, that lace front. Um, that lace front had a whole building to itself, but so did Stranger Things, and they also had an exhibit kind of that you can go and go through it and get on the bikes um, and all that stuff. But the lines were wrapped around. Like I wanted to do it, um, but it got to. I was like, I'm not getting that line. It was also hot out there. Um, so if some of y'all did it. Um, I think I saw some pictures. I know Black Girl Nerds did it. Some of the people that I know did it, too. It looks phenomenal. I did find out that when they do one of the premieres in L.A., they're going to bring it back. So I'm going to try to go into that as well. But it, it, I'm just excited for it. I'm just excited for it. That's cool. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm going to try to get caught up before then. I know I got enough time. So we might have to... I know folks were going to do like a live stream or of it or whatever. Yeah. Or a live probably, tweet. I'm s- yeah. And let's see. What else? Oh, Thor. Ragnarok. 
let's get into Thor because I'm excited for Thor. Mm-hmm. Like the trailer looks so cool. The poster looks like a acid trip, which I'm loving. Um, Tessa Thompson, let's yes, let's get into her because one word, legendary. She's everything. I'm glad they gave a lot more. You know, we got we got, we got to see her a lot more in this particular one. Um, she's an armor, and I love. There's that one, and I think I posted up on our Twitter um, where she's on the horse, and it gave me. I don't know if you remember this. You remember when Shira was, was coming out, and they had they had this one ad of her on Swiftwind, and it was it was just that moment of seeing her on this horse in armor with the sword. And I was like, that just speaks so much volumes because you have um, Afro-Latina. We didn't, we didn't forget people. Afro-Latina uh-huh. as Valkyrie, as a, a, a kind of a deity. That picture alone spoke so much because it was just saying that we are capable of being in fantasy being heroes, being mm-hmm. amazing, being badass. It was just all that in that one. But that's what I was getting from that one particular picture. I'm just so excited to see her in action. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also excited to see uh, Kay Blanchett as uh, Hella, or how do you pronounce her name? Hella? Hella. Is it Hella? Okay. Because she is giving me... Uh, like I'm into BDSM and I will kill you and I just I just can't wait for to see her in action. Yes. I cannot wait. And give us a little bit more of her. And as you as we said before, you know, drag queens have already they got that they got that helmet already ready to go. We're gonna see that helmet. Every drag bar, I mean every gay bar in this country. Right. And, and, and just just looking at it, and you can actually, and they actually, I think they had it. Yeah, you could have saw it um, at Comic Con too. Just looking at it, I was like, that. Like, I mm-hmm. wanted one. I want to wear it. I just want to put it on and just walk around with it. I look, I look halfway crazy, but I would love to do that. She made me, and it's Kate Blanchett too. So she's going to give you, she's going to give you this character. Hey, she's going to give you dramatics. She is going to give you dramatics. And like that, um, that that, that bodysuit, mm-hmm. it looks like it's made out of neoprene, almost. Yeah. Um. So, honestly, it wouldn't be that hard to make. Just looking at it, the mm-hmm. only thing would be hard would maybe be like the, it looks like the piping of the the green around her uh her bust line and whatnot. Um. The the hard part would be that damn those damn antlers. How yeah. the hell do we make those? And those would probably be like, <sighs> I don't know. They already did. You know, they were showing, like I said, they showed up at Comic-Con already ready to go. So, mm-hmm. and I think I heard um, she, she, I think she was told that the, that the drag queens are going to live for it. And, and I heard that she laughed about that because she was like, I think um, what I was hearing, this is all rumor, but I was, I was hearing that um, she, she said, I expect that. I expect them to take this. She said, I expect them to take it and, and take it to the next level. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know how we do. 
there is no chill with the drag queen. Come on now. But the whole story, I, I, oh, going back to her, I don't think she's going to die. I think she might be defeated, mm-hmm. but she's not going to, like, die. If yeah. anything, she might come back up in Infinity Wars, which we yeah. will touch on a little bit later. Yeah. Um, And that yeah, would be I, sick for her and Thor to join together. I mean, not Thor, but her and uh, Thanos to join together. Yes. That would be crazy. Um, and and there have been stories where they have, you know, worked together because, you know, Thanos, Hela, and Death and all that, like they've all worked together. So that, it would be fun to see that. Um, the, the trailer was very colorful. It was, it, was, it was just giving me a lot. Chris Helmsworth, Lord, and then they had to give us a little bit of shirtless Chris in there. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just a very good looking man, too. I got to see him work. He, I'm just saying, he is. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a good movie. You got Hulk. Even Hulk was looking. There was people talking about how they want to get smashed by the Hulk. I'm like, okay, y'all have at least some I mean, I wouldn't go. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. But he yeah, was just my one, uh, one powerful careful. thrust, and then, you know, he might die. We ain't got to do it. We could, we could do other things. But uh, <laughs> I, got, I wouldn't say no. That's all I'll say. Um, but I was his haircut, though. Um, Give him a nice little haircut. He's gonna be, and they put his. They got his eyebrows done too. I was like, okay. I said somebody <laughs> went to uh, the hair salon. It's like I need me. I need you to get these these eyebrows together because I'm coming back, honey. Yeah, he, <laughs> he is. But it's gonna be a fun movie. And then Jeff Goldblum is giving you so much too. He can get it mm-hmm. all day. And you know, it's just so much. This movie's gonna give us stuff. So I can't wait to see it it looked so good so i was the trailer was fun um especially when you saw um tessa in that full armor i was like this is what i'm talking about but right. what but you know what makes me sick is these silly ass men because they were like oh when they, they had to go and change her up now she has to be black i'm like when did y'all ever care about backward Valkyrie has never been a character <laughs> Mm-hmm. A main player in anything. All of a sudden, y'all want to care about who's playing her and everything. I said, don't do that. Don't do that. Just let it be. I ain't never thought about her until this moment happened. So sell now. A fictional ass character. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't. I think the a a good thing for this Thor movie is that it's not taking itself too seriously. Sure, there's going to be some serious points or some serious parts in the movie, but overall, I think it's trying to be more lighthearted. Yeah. And I think that might be a, a better direction as far as the Thor series and the Thor movies. Sure. But moving on, let's go to Justice League. Yeah, so um, they released the trailer for it, which looked... I would say it was a little bit better because I feel like mm-hmm. they, they knew the success of Wonder Woman, so we got a little bit more of her um, in this. And it was neat because um, you can see she's fighting Stephen Wolf. And Stephen Wolf is one of the... He's from Apocalypse. He is... So you know we're going to end up dealing with Dark Side. But, but Stephen Wolf was in this one. And you got to see her fight a little bit more. Um, so I clearly saw her. Now, apparently I guess Batman's going to be the leader for Superman Returns. 
But I feel like that she was she is the leader. That's what the trailer gave me more of. She's the leader. Uh-huh. Um, I got that. I enjoyed a little bit of what they were giving us. It just felt like a little bit more brighter in a way. If that makes sense. Right. Um, and it just felt like it was a little bit more cohesive. I understood what they were doing. Um, exactly. But, but I, I'm not. I, and I also felt like when we saw Alfred um, talk at the at the very end, we if you look closely, you can see he's talking to Superman. Somebody said that he was talking to Nightwing. I said Nightwing ain't gonna shake the table like that, honey. <laughs> I said, come on now, don't don't play yourself. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. But no, you can actually zoom in and you can see it. You can see the experience last. Yeah, they were um, saying that the Justice League is going through a lot of reshoots. Like, particularly they're trying to take out Superman's mustache or something. I'm like, why did he have that mustache, that Freddy-ass Mercury mustache any damn way? Because it, he's it in looks... another, I think because he's in another movie at the same time, too. And he has to have that look. It looks crazy. I said, if y'all don't get the fuck without that damn mustache. And it, I think it costs like $25 million for the reshoots. Oh. I said, see, fuck, that, that's, that's a whole nother movie. That, and then he wasn't even there. Like, he wasn't even there. Because I was expecting him to pop out a little bit later. But no, he wasn't even there. It's kind of sad because he's a good looking look at too. And I saw him last year. I think it was last year. And I was like, Lord, he's sexy a person but um he wasn't there and i think he's still doing this movie though but i like him with the beard and mustache because he just looks really good like that too Uh, who's uh superman i forget his name um henry cowell okay yeah he's he's good to look at um we already t- talked about uh jason momoa so he i i think his aquaman is going to be the one to watch, the one to look out for other than Wonder Woman. Um, Urza Miller's The Flash, he's adorable, um, first of all. Um, and I think he he's going to be the comic relief. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm kind of excited for this movie. Yeah, I mean, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I'm going to give it a shot. It has my favorites in there. You know, I'm going to give it a shot. And... And, um, and, you know, I really hope they can do Because, you know, Wonder Woman gave them a, a new life. Uh-huh. It's just so much that we can get from this. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and Ben Affleck, you know, he's been going through a lot. And there's rumors that he may be leaving this role. Right. Uh, I'm like, this he just got here. Good. And he's a very good... I got to see him. He's a very good-looking man, too. Now, I've always said that I would, you know, have a hot moment with Ben um, oh yeah, I'll get dicked out about Ben. Yeah, Ben Ben can get it all there, but um, I, I I don't know what the rumors are, and I hope that, I hope it's not completely true. I hope they admit, like he's not going to be directing, um, but I, I would like to see what he actually can do as Batman. I'm not sure I'm ready for another Batman movie now. Maybe no. like another five years from now. <laughs> but <laughs> um, you know, I, I want to at least see him give us more, and then we can go from there. Yeah, I, I enjoyed his Batman. Um when that horrible Batman versus Superman movie. Uh hopefully he's not done. But uh, yeah, I heard the rumors that he was 
he didn't want to do the new, the standalone Batman film. And I was like, oh, well, aren't you contracted anyway? Because he... Because you know, once you contract on these uh, comic book movies, that you're set for like at least four or five movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on, but hopefully, he can give us another Batman performance after this one. Yeah. So moving along in trailers, let's talk about the Defenders. Let's. Um. So what do you think of it? I mean, it looked okay. I might watch it. <laughs> Honestly, I think I will watch it, but I'm not going to suffer through Iron Fist to get to the Defenders. Okay, y'all, okay. Now, I, I come to a conclusion. Now, after being, what you call I come to a conclusion that I'm just going to stop. I'm not going to slander him. I'm going to give him another chance. Because they're getting a new writer for it, because they, they did Greenlight the second season. And they didn't announce it there. They, but they get new people involved. So, well, isn't well, the new showrunner wasn't the the showrunner that they're now getting the showrunner for Sleepy Hollow? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, well, okay, well, let's keep in mind now they had a first couple of good. Their first two seasons were good. So I'm hoping for the best, and I think that it's going to be that pressure of making sure it's the best because they, he's going in or she. I, I don't know who the showrunner was, but. They are going in knowing that the show was shaky. As well. um, you got to get it together. Um, people are slowly coming around for Finn. Um, you can tell he really, really, really wants to make a difference. So. I feel sorry for him, but I'm going to get this joke off. Because <laughs> let's be honest, the whole series, the first season was boring. Ain't no amount of fight fighting or... CGI could have helped that born as writing. Yeah. Let's be honest. And I know they're trying to put uh, Simone Missick in the second season so these motherfuckers can watch. I'm like, oh, so this is what y'all pulled in? Y'all gonna make Simone fall for Iron Fist? Maybe not right away. Maybe not right away. He might have to do like get some new hair or you know, shave it all off because that Justin Timberlake... Circa, baby, hit me one more time. It's not working. It's not a good look. He got to do something else. But the whole Defenders trailer, I enjoyed it. I was kind of looking for Lewis Tan, to be honest. Because uh, that's what I wanted to see. It, it looks interesting. And I love Sigourney Weaver as a, a villain. Because I don't... It's interesting when you put people who you normally see as a hero, a.k.a. Ripley, into a villain that is not a a villain that thrives on strength. You know, she's a calculating one, as to what I assume in the trailer. Yeah. So, uh, I might give it a try. I probably will. I might give it up after a couple of episodes just because... But what did you think? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Um, we see that Electra is probably gonna be um, mine, mine, swap trick, whatever to be on the evil side. I'm very interested in knowing what this is really gonna be about, um, and I hope it it leads us into something a little more deeper. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I'm a, I mean, like I said, I'll watch it. Um, I'm, I'm more interested in um, Jessica Jones so, and Sigourney Reaper. So those would be the two reasons why I will watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this next trailer, did you see the Ready Player One trailer? No, I didn't see that. Okay, so this was a lot going on. Um, it looked like it was a video game based movie, mm-hmm. and typically those kind of movies do not do well at the box office at all. So I don't, I don't know if it's a video game based or if it's if it's by if it's going to go like a a reference to some kind of nostalgic or whatever but i don't know what the fuck is going on all i know is there's some vr i saw a couple of things that i saw like the iron giant i saw freddy krueger and that's all that made sense to me and i know it's based on a 2011 science fiction novel by ernest klein so we'll see i don't i don't know what to make of this damn trailer so because i've never read the book yeah, I don't. I, um, I'm gonna look at it a few more times. Yeah, I, it looks it looks kind of intriguing. Yeah, because I didn't really get into it because there was so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check. Yeah, it out. I'll give it a I'll give it a whirl and see what's going on. Um, did you see the Walking Dead trailer for season eight? I saw parts of it. I kind of, I kind of, I need a break from it right now. But I, I kind of saw parts of it. What did you see? I, uh, I saw the where everybody. It looks like there's about to be this big ass war that I thought the war had already started last season. Because um, I was already three episodes behind before I realized that they was gonna kill Sasha. Um, um, they need to go ahead and wrap the show up because it's getting to a point where they're dragging things out that it doesn't need to be dragged out. And people are getting tired of the whole, oh, is this the episode that, um, oh my God, I forgot his name. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character. Uh, Negan. Yeah, Negan. Negan. Uh, is this the episode that Negan is going to kill somebody or is this the episode where somebody's going to kill Negan? Like that back and forth, that back and forth is getting to a point where it's becoming redundant. And I'm like, okay, somebody got to die. One of the main characters got to die. Like either Rick, uh, Michonne or Negan, somebody got to get up on out of here because it's getting really stagnant. And I'm like, yeah, just go ahead and wrap the show up. Just kill off Rick, saying we're going our separate ways, and that'll be it. Yeah. That's something. But, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting tired of the show. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, okay, it was cool for about a few episodes or a few seasons. And now it's just like, will they ever find some kind of happiness? Yeah. I'm like, well, damn, goddamn, shit. I know. And the last trailer, um, I don't know if you watch Once Upon a Time, but me and my partner are big Once Upon a Timers. Well, he, him more than me, because 
he likes fantasy and Regina's uh, costumes are always snatched to the gods. Uh, thanks, uh, Eduardo Castro for being such a, a good ass costume designer. Um, but this next season, well, a lot of the main characters have left the show. So, uh, Snow White has left the main character. Emma's left. Uh, Prince Charming has left. Um, so like those core oh, in the Henry, he's left the show. Sure. So they're going back and then forward. Well, forward then then back. So Henry is now a grown ass man living in Seattle, and he gets a knock on his door saying, "Oh, this little girl is his long lost daughter." And so it's a a call back to the first episode, the first episode of the first season where Henry did that to Emma, and they go they come back to uh, Storybrooke. There's a a woman of color who's Cinderella. Um, it looks interesting. I want to know what they do with these stories because they always kind of turn them on their head. Uh, and they can go here. I think this might be their last season. I'm not too sure. Uh, well, I, I'm hearing back and forth, but I'm I haven't. I'm not clear. I think they need to go ahead and wrap it up because last season should have been their last season. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, and you know, uh, Lana Perilla as Reg- uh, Regina, especially when she's evil, she always kills it. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for trailers. Do you have any that caught your eye? Or I have one more, and that is Infinity War. Okay, now this was leaked. There wasn't any official thing that came out. <laughs> so I was trying to watch it and I was like, oh my God, I am getting so sick, turning my head. Yeah. Have I cocked was, a- Oh gosh. I was able okay. I can't reveal too much, but I was able to see it. My okay. friend Bud, I'm gonna just do good old classic Bud, Bud was able to give me a link. So I was able to see it. Um it is going. It's going to be something else because you know it started out with the with the guardians, and then they run into Thor, and then it goes into that. We see, you know, issues happening. We see there's a scene I thought that was really interesting where Spider Man. Well, first Peter gets his spider his spider sense, but it's a part where Iron Man jumps in front, like he's something's happening where he ends up standing right in front of. Um, Peter, and then there is um, there is what's his name um, Thanos throwing pieces of the moon. I was like, what? And then it, and then it's Daddy Steve um, with that. Can we stop? Can we talk about Daddy Steve for a second? Because my God, he looks good with a beard. He does. He always looks good with a beard. He looks good in anything, but it was just you know, it gives him a little bit of weight experience. But, but yeah, it, this is going to be epic like what i was able to see it's that it is somebody's gonna die because you saw when thanos through this spear like thing like it's, it's something's gonna there's gonna there's been rumor that there will be some people dying and hawkeye he can go ahead and go yeah. he ain't nobody checking for him 
Um, but we don't know. And it's so much that is happening. And um, I'm just excited for it. Um, it's just so much. It was just so much. Um, I, I heard a rumor that Spider-Man was going to die. And so they can bring back, bring in uh, Miles Morales. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now see, <laughs> but that's not a bad idea. But I don't know if people. I mean, but I think it may. I still think they're going to introduce the Young Avengers, where he will be popping up in that. I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, this would be such a perfect time to introduce. I don't know, X Men, the Fantastic cool. Four. It could because the trailer. Speaking of that, the trailer of Gifted dropped it too over that. And I don't I'm care about it. It was okay. Um, I'm still not here for it. I am here for the fact they got Thunderbird in there. So they got a Native American in there. And I do like Jamie Chung. Yes. That's Blank. They got Polaris. She's in there too. And somebody named Eclipse, which is not really her. That's, that's, that means he's going to die. Because that's mm-hmm. not somebody that we know. So he's going to die. But anyway, if any war, I think it's going to be a massive artistic smash and i'm just i'm i'm not ready for it i'm not i mean you know what it else feels like oh go ahead like brian singer has his hands in it. he's the he's directing the first episode and then he signed on as the executive producer so i feel like he's not the only x-men fan who's a director out there mm-hmm. and can who can do the shit and it's such a disrespectful, and this is to like the overall X Men movies and the Dark Phoenix that's coming out. It's so disrespectful for the fans. It's so disrespectful to the creators, uh, Stan Lee, uh, Jack Kirby. You know those people that created the X Men were supposed to stand for diversity, and here you're promoting these three or four white characters. You know, it's just. I'm not going to stand and yell and scream and shout anymore because they obviously don't hear me. So I'm going to respond with my money. And also what's kind of neat um, was it, well, not neat, but interesting is the fact that they really didn't have a panel this year. You know, like Mm -hmm. nothing about the nothing, you know, like nothing about the Phoenix movie, nothing about Deadpool, nothing about, Nothing. You know, I was sitting there like, well, this is very interesting because this could have been a, a you got going to talk about that or New Mutants or what have you, but they really didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. So I find that very interesting. Well, maybe they just don't want to face the criticism. <laughs> that, but I do know Channing Tatum did mention that um, Gambit is still in the works. <laughs> uh, you know. I know. Let that let that horse die, honey. Just let it die. They trying to bring it back. They trying to bring it back. But yeah, that's. I'm just saying when y'all see when y'all finally see the trailer, and some of you did. This this is what I'm learning right now. If you can go to the Disney Expo, go to that because that's where you'll be able to see. And it's not that many people that will go because it's not as big as Comic Con, so you have a better chance of getting in to see it. Um, somebody I used to know um, works there, so he's able to get me in. He works at if you work at Disney, they can get you into it. So um, I'm just saying, just keep that in mind. If y'all want to see anything with Marvel, 
the best time to go is at the D23 Expo. Mm-hmm. And we covered they, that. They also show that and Black Panther. Um, what I did see of Black Panther, um, what I can talk about that I really enjoyed was there is the fight scene with um, we get to see um, both the women, the main women, we get to see um, Ayo and, and Dion. I, well, I can't say her. I was saying Yeah. They are giving you some fight scenes to the point where you see a wig being snatched off and, and, oh. <laughs> and giving you that. Um, that looks good too. Um, a little bit more footage, but it's almost just mostly the, you know, that fight scene was a little bit different. Um, but it is going to be also amazing. They were like hyped when they saw the the added pieces to that to that um, mm-hmm. release. Um, it is really going to be something. I didn't get to see everything. I just I was just giving cl- like little picks and peeks of the and yeah yeah. That's I can't wait for that movie to come out because you know black folks are going to be in droves and. We gonna show the fuck out at Black Panther. I'm going. I might have to leave Twitter for a bit because you know the think pieces and oh, was Black Panther too black, or um, was he too African, or was he not enough African, and how many oil sheen did he use, and did he go to Popeyes or uh, you know, crazy ass bullshit like that. And I, I might have to just delete the Twitter. For a little bit, we might need to start a. Maybe this we might need to start like a new, like a new uh, hashtag, like Black Panther think pieces. Like we just probably need to go ahead and start that right now. Right, exactly, because you know they coming. Yes. Um, is there any any other uh, news that came out of Comic Con? Um, let's see. Well, we now know. We said it last week. You know, Wonder Woman two is coming out set in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Captain Marvel. Yes, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, as <laughs> Crystals would say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be coming out soon. What I think, what next year or no? I would say 2019. Yeah, it's coming out in a couple years. Yeah. And the main villain would be the scrolls, the skulls, the scrolls. Scrolls. Which I want to see how they do that. I know it's going to be heavily CGI, but it's interesting that they picked them. And it's set in the 90s. Yes. So, okay. The Avengers, is that set in today's era? Kind of. No, it's going to be, I guess, set then because it's going gonna, it's gonna to pose questions like, where has she been? Right. That's because I was wondering, like, if... She, if Captain Marvel is set in the 90s and the Avengers and everything, all those movies are set now. Then between Captain Marvel and the first Avengers, what has everybody been doing? Yeah. If you think about the first Avengers, we were getting this whole space adventure a little bit then. This Mm -hmm. may be a story where we get to see kind of the Kree scroll war that has been chronicled in the comics for years. Um, and also keep in mind that if you if you have watched um, Ages of Shield, they have mentioned the Kree 
several times, and then especially in the first season with the Cree, um, knowing that that has something to do with Agent Coulson coming back. So um, we have seen this. I, I think this is going to be more of a connection to what's happened in the past or why S.H.I.E.L.D. really got involved with this. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be fascinating to see what this looks like. The costume looks really good um, from, from the art pieces that we saw. It's, it, it, I'm, I, I'm open to what they're going to do with this. Um, it's an interesting take to go back in the 90s. Um, okay, we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, Brie, Brie Larson's a good pick for Captain Marvel. I wish they would have gone an older woman. Yeah. But, you know, <sighs> a lost opportunity, or well, a missed opportunity there. Yeah. Because uh, it's going to be interesting. And I'm... And, and they also talk... They, I'm not going to really talk about this, but they also showed the... Inhumans, which which will also probably play a part with all that as well about where they've been and how they've been here for a long time, because this also was a part of um, Ages of Shield too. Uh, they showed more stuff with this. Again, I'm just not, I'm not excited about it, but we'll watch it. Will we? <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. I watched the first episode, but I see Medusa's. Her in action was like, okay. It looked like Twizzlers. Her yeah, hair yeah. looked like Twizzlers. I'm like, not... okay, y'all. I thought but, it was um, retro at first, but that's not the actress. Well, <laughs> did you hear about the, the Supergirl uh, bullshit that happened? No. So apparently, um, everybody, I don't watch Supergirl, but Kara. Danvers and Lena Luthor, a lot of people are imagining them as a couple on the show. And the the people, um, the cast members, they're like, oh, no, they're just friends. Uh, kind of just invalidating the fans to a certain extent. Like, they're only friends. They're, they're not lovers. Yada, yada, yada. This, that, and the third. And some people took offense to that. They uh, felt that it was a good opportunity for Supergirl to cast queer representation, which I agree. I I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on this because, true, we could have used some queer representation, but also... Don't I I don't know I don't know how to take this. So and and this the CW shows always have a sort of a queer baiting. Like for for example, Supernatural that's been on way past this prime. They're always it's still on, I think. I think it's like in their seventeenth season. <laughs> no. I'm they, like, God damn, y'all. They trying to be. I'm like, what can y'all do, y'all? Y'all fought heaven and hell. I'm like, okay, I don't know what I was talking to. Y'all still cute, they, still right? They fought heaven and hell. They fought all the demons. They fought all the monsters. They fought all the gods. I'm like, who is left? But they have a uh, a history of queer baiting their viewers too. So I can understand 
how a queer fan and a queer viewer can be upset how you dismiss us like so. Uh, what do you, what's your opinion on it? Because as yeah. of right now, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't either. I just think that, you know, you need to quit queer baiting. You need to quit. Um, just either give us a queer story or don't. But don't try to entice us. We're we're too old for that now. People, right. we're we're too advanced for that now. You know, that was cute in the eighties and mid nineties, but now we we have queer people, queer stories, queer realities. Let's just go ahead and do it. Just quit playing with it. And CW, I feel like it, if anything, you can go ahead and well, beat your own trope, but actually have gay characters who are living, thriving, and fighting and surviving. But let's not do this, and let's not bait people. If you can't get people to watch your show, you need to think about that. But don't use queer baiting to get people to watch your show. Don't try to nick, or you know, I'm gonna start changing. Don't nick Jonas your show. So, <laughs> all right, don't. <laughs> and her, but yeah, that's honestly that's all I have because I know there's a lot more that happened that we probably won't cover. Because we'll be here all goddamn day. Yeah, but what I will close with is that we did have blackface. So I know y'all saw the tweets. <laughs> Woman blackface. Guinan from um, Star Trek Next Generation. She, My friends called her. Like literally after, it actually this happened after our panel. This happened after our panel. <laughs> They went, like, we were trying to figure out where we were going to eat. So I was like, I'm going to go and do this. And they was going to go do something. Get back to the hotel. And they was like, we got to show you this video. I was like, what happened? And they showed me. And I was like, Lord. So that's when I tweeted it out, too. Like, this has happened to my friends. And I'm so glad I was not there. Because I would have snatched all of that stuff out. And if my husband wanted to show up, if y'all haven't seen the video, it is interesting. Uh-huh. My husband showed up. And he was getting all mad. He got he was trying to get tough when the cops showed. Because he Ouch. knew they were I was like, don't try to get like like they gonna like they gonna protect you. You would have got punched right there in front of the cop. Right. See, and then somebody tried to come for us. Uh, me, well, us and uh, April Rain. Like they were saying, "Oh, I don't give a damn about Whoopi and yada yada yada." We were like, "Okay, be that as it may, your feelings about Whoopi, I can agree upon. Whoopi has said some foul ass shit." But it still remains the same that she is making fun of black people. Whoopi is a black person. Yeah. So but keep in mind, this woman claimed right. she claimed that there was no black women there. She was representing black women. She did say that. Uh-huh. You watch the video. Well, she that's not that part wasn't in the video. Um, but what Monica and Faith was telling me, there was like she was saying that she was representing black women, and I was like, girl, you, if you don't get the fuck. She looked like she had shit on her face. Literally. She looked, she looked and she looked like a person who would do blackface too. Uh-huh. She's like, Oh, I didn't know, bitch. Get your <laughs> potato salad not having ass on somewhere. Cause we not we're not doing this. We are not doing this. Yeah. Not in two thousand seventeen. No, we're not. You get called out in two thousand seventeen. Not in sunny California. <laughs> Shoot. And that, that's a let that be a lesson to everybody who wants to try blackface at New York Comic Con, at uh, Lexington's Comic Con, at Universal Fan Con. You better not try that Universal Fan Con, cause honey, 
it's a wrap. It is a wrap for you. But anyway, that does bring it into the show. Follow us on Twitter. Follow the podcast at Megastream Pod. Follow me. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor is at Wonderman5. Go to our website, themegastream.com. Like us on Instagram, Facebook. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Subscribe, rate. Give us a comment. Give us five stars because you know you like to. Um, anything else before we get out of here, Victor? No, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just, you know, follow us. Let us know what you think about us and all that stuff, too. And um, also, if you get a chance, check out my webcomic. Let me know what you think about Strange Lore. And that's about it. All right. Well, until next time, y'all. Take care. All right. We out.